Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 245, October 14th, 2019. It was 86 degrees on this day in 1947, and 10 years earlier, uh, 24 degrees in 1937. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. A thought occurred to me today that it's axiomatic that when I see an All Are Welcome Here sign in the yard... Mm-hmm. And a Black Lives Matter sign, uh, maybe taped to the window, that those homes are the most closed up. The shades are drawn and the drapes are drawn. It's just uh, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of an axiom I tried to create years ago about unshoveled sidewalks and wellstone signs. Mm-hmm. And I've been struggling to remember what it was. I think it goes something like this Not all unshoveled sidewalks are in front of a home with a wellstone sign. But if there's a wellstone sign in the window, the sidewalk is fated to be unshoveled. <laughs> I understand. That. Is that, is that I understand. That's, yes, that's what you said. <laughs> and now, it's kind of clunky, but I yeah. get it. Not well, all. By the way, that's the cleaned up version. They, they rehearsed it, it for about a half an well, hour. No, he asked me to, about it too. I think Axiom should fit on your bumper sticker. I agree. So, so I, gotta, I, I don't think I've captured you it. You got to parse it down. I don't think I've captured it. If we took callers, uh, there would be a caller who would instantly be, be able to remember what it was I said. Not all unshoveled sidewalks are in front of a wellstone sign, but if there's a wellstone sign, the sidewalk will be unshoveled. Something like that. And and not all homes with all our welcome here signs are closed up. Mm-hmm. But if a house is closed up, it will have an all our welcome here sign. How's that? You know, on that theme, have you seen the? Uh, I only saw this because our friend Alyssa Algren posted it over the weekend. The uh, the uh, the tolerant left video, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, from after the Trump convention let out, where people were getting punched and. Well, they're not tolerant left. They're they're they 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 provide no room in their dynamic for any diversity of opinion. Mm-hmm. They're really big on your diversity. Oh yeah, but now when it comes to thinking. You have to think their way or you're not in their club. Right. I don't want to be in their club. Speaking of which, uh, Rachel writes, Joe, while listening to your Friday broadcast, you mentioned inclusivity. I don't feel included. So obviously only people who agree with the left can be included. When I was young, the term was open-minded. I needed to be more open-minded to the option that what I believe to be wrong could be right. After trying to satisfy those who demanded this, it finally occurred to me that the most closed-minded people were those demanding that I be open-minded. <laughs> I should agree that they might be right, but they were so entitled, or so enlightened, that they have moved past being held to the same standard, that I might be right. Now inclusiveness has reached the same level of absurdity. Keep pushing back, keep pushing back Rachel. Well, there's nobody more closed-minded than Jacob Fry, for example. Oh. Right. In inclusivity in his world only means if you agree with him. Mm-hmm. But that's true of all Mysterians. That's what the mystery is. We are right, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm hurting today, physically. Why? What's... I, uh, Did you fall? Sound okay. Did you no. get in a fight? No. A Donnybrook? No. <laughs> Donnybrook. Are you throwing hands with somebody? No. 
No, I cleaned the uh, CP's car mm. uh, in preparation for a potential trade-in. Mm. And uh, it's seven years old. That's a nice car. Rusting out it's a of truck, it? a SUV. And, uh, but for, for the seven years that she's owned it, it it's been, it, she has ferried kids around every day. Right. Uh, they, they currently range in age from three to 14. And there, if any variable of them are in there every day. How many chisels did you go through? <laughs> I started at 11 a.m. Oh, no. I got done at 4 p.m. Oh, I filled man. two grocery bags full of stuff I knew I could throw out. Gummy bears. And I filled a pretty good-sized cardboard box with stuff I knew I better not throw out. Ah. <laughs> I, and I, so I reached, I was reaching and contorting in ways that you shouldn't do to get under the Fingers third seat in the and way back. And, and I found, you know, water bottles that had yet to be open and, and melted ice cream cones that had become part of the carpet and food and trinkets and toys and jewelry and busted rosaries and pens and, and pencils. And suckers that you get from the liquor store when you go with Papa Joe? No, I never, I don't drive this oh, car. Okay. GLers okay. are probably saying, well, how did you ever, well, that's, Lousy for your knack skill to let a car get oh, in that condition. True. I do know your drunk ass gets driven around in that car. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> so, so uh, where was I going with this? So you were a contortionist in your boxes of stuff, and I've never seen anything like it. I'm, and oh, oh I was going to defend myself on the knack skill. I just don't use this car. I just every I once verify. in a while, every once in a while, I'll take a rake and you know get stuff out of it. <laughs> but uh, this was a this had to be thorough because of uh, the potential of getting a trade in. Uh, but the CP is a neat is is a neat person, correct? Did you, Organized. Did you get out the le- <laughs> Did you get out the leaf blower or the air hose? Because I use I use the air hose to clean out my yeah. truck. <laughs> now I use a big shop vac. I mean, it, just a mess. I'm intrigued by the broken rosaries part. Five of them. <laughs> <laughs> she must bust a rosary and just heave it in the back. <laughs> Time for a new one. See where it ends up. <laughs> I'm more intrigued if the uh, if the dealership, if you don't get the numbers right, you uh, you know you can come and see me. I you did my due talk. diligence on the Kelly uh, on the Kelly Blue Book. Okay. I know what I know. I know what I'll accept. I don't get that because my wife is the same way. You know, she's hauling the boys around. Yeah. At her home, she's very neat, organized. Our house is immaculate. Yeah. But the car looks like it's been through a war. That's because there are women, not all women. No. Nope. I'm not going to create another axiom. No, let's not do that. Uh, there are women who have no car consciousness. And I, uh, and I have... I have I've, I've got one, too. I have two, at least, of the three. <laughs> uh, two of them have no car consciousness. I got one kid I used to have who has routinely hit things... And doesn't stop hitting them once she hits them. <laughs> the best it doesn't slow her. Yellow, it actually the, speeds the yellow, her up. The yellow paint all the way started. from the front to the back. I said, <laughs> I said, were you going to tell me about this? Oh yeah. What happened? Well, I, I caught it on the uh, on a cement pillar in a parking ramp. So you just kept going around. <laughs> yep. All the way. Through. All the way. All the, you could see the line. The whole thing. Didn't it that. occur to you to stop? <laughs> yeah, I was busy. Do you think maybe she did? Stop and then thought, oh, this will really upset dad. And right. just hammered <laughs> just the keep going. Well, let's have some fun with dad. <laughs> it's amazing. so funny because I got home yesterday and uh, my wife had cleaned out her car that she's getting rid of. We call it Trixie. And it occurred to me, I had never, I've never ever driven Trixie. I've never been behind the wheel of Trixie. Well, that's pathetic. And uh, 
it, I think it va- differs in value a little bit from your car. This one's got two hundred eighty-seven thousand on it. Wow! We're gonna ask eight hundred and accept anything. I have no idea. It's blue and it doesn't have hubcaps. It's That's a blue all. car. Yeah. A blue kind of car blue. With no hubcaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, this thing's only got ninety-one thousand miles on it. Oh, but by car consciousness, and I won't linger on this. There's much to discuss as the world continues to fall apart. Uh, by car consciousness, I just mean a few things: you know, where you park, sure, avoidance of potholes. That's about it. That's that's all I would want. It's sometimes asking too much. <laughs> and by th- where you park, uh, I, I you know I'm neurotic enough to insist that the biggest uh, damage. To be done to a car is by sunlight. There, at the paper, at the newspaper, there's a big, vast, open parking lot. There's no mm-hmm. way to get shade. And, and I don't care because I'm not there that much to worry about it. But there's a gal who I I'm, think I'm going to write her a note. There's a gal with a Saturn sky, which I, I think is ultimately going to be collectible if it isn't already. Really? Yeah. It, the, uh, Pontiac made the solstice. And they're little two-seat runabouts. Pontiac made the Solstice, uh, oh, I don't know what these are, 04 to 06 maybe. And Saturn, the sister company, made the Saturn Sky. Okay, okay anyway, this, oh, gal, yeah. this gal has a Saturn Sky. That's a little cutie pie. A black one. Yeah. And it's in really, really good shape. Obviously, she's not driving it in the winter, but she backs it into her parking spot, and that exposes her headlights to the sun every day, and her headlights are now yellowed and, mm. and, and uh, fogged by sunlight. And I, I, I'm going to tell her that I think you have a collectible car. You know what you can do, Reavers? You could just leave the room. <laughs> I'm going to tell her I think she has a don't, collectible car. Uh, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't talk to her. Just leave her alone. Why? Because that's that's weird, Joe. Don't d- yeah. stop being a weird old man. I've been watching. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching you for a while from across the river. Katie, your car. Uh, that car. Yeah, I'm not talking I, about your headlights. Nah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, do not open that. <laughs> no. Sure. Let me just get security on the phone. This real might quick. be the final straw for you over there. Don't, don't. <laughs> Just let it go. I just want to tell her, you know. You know, if anything, offer to buy it. I don't want it. Well, then stay out of it. <laughs> the 2.0 or 2.4 four-cylinder. Because we could do a whole show on women who back their vehicles in. If you're abroad and you back your vehicle into a parking spot, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Because that is just flat out awesome. Well, this <laughs> involves no skill. It's uh, it's it's the equivalent of backing up a car into on a unoccupied football field. There's nobody around. But but that's another indication. She, made, she, it's another indication she knows what she has because she parks it far away from anybody. And, but she's backing it in. But she's it, making a statement. And yeah, well, in the meantime, her headlights are going bad. And her, the statement is, "Hey, sailor, how uh, you doing?" Yeah. I'm going to talk. To, I want to talk to you about your headlights. <laughs> no, don't do that. Can I do that? <laughs> uh, t- today is what used to be known as Columbus Day. Used to. Yeah, it's in uh, in Minnesota, it's Indigenous, Indigenous. People's Day. Mm-hmm. How are we to feel? What are what do we feel? Today? I don't really. Uh, okay. I guess my observation would be somewhat on the cynical side that uh, we are told by the same government that pretty much made life miserable for Native Americans that we're all to be shamed now that we ever thought Columbus had anything to do with the discovery of America because, of course, people were living here when he arrived. Right. All right. So you call it in. My beef is 
then why why are you why do you get a holiday government you don't you, you you've called the rest of us insensitive and intolerant the, the for uh, showing any uh, any historical uh, devotion to Columbus, and uh, and then you 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 know what you 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 get the day off. <laughs> this goes back to what you were saying every day of last week. You're right. Mm-hmm. Different rules. It's different rule for the They're political chastising class. Chastising us, riding us, belittling us, making us change the name to Indigenous Peoples Day. But they are literally the only people benefiting from right. it. And we have, uh, as a lieutenant governor, uh, a a Native American woman, Peggy Flanagan, Mm -hmm. who is the nation's first Native American woman to be elected lieutenant governor. And she and uh, Walls will be at various uh, uh, functions today. Former Governor Dayton made the change in 2016 uh, to call this uh, over concerns about Christopher Columbus's treatment of Native people. Hey, Dayton. How about the government's treatment of Native American people? <laughs> From the second we step a foot on this soil until... But it's still a federal holiday, so no mail. You know, all federal offices are closed. State and city offices are also closed, including those in Minneapolis. Libraries in St. Paul are closed. Ah. So you won't be able to bring back your book today and not get fined for it. <laughs> As is the Minnesota Department of Vehicle Services. There are dozens of cities nationwide that no longer celebrate. Schools are in session today, aren't they? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Didn't that used to be a, a holiday, Columbus Day? I don't think so. Back when I, I was a I kid, think I think it still, was. I think they still rolled us into school. Uh, Los Angeles, Seattle, Denver, Phoenix, Columbus, oh, even Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> has dropped its namesake, uh, and, and it's called Indigenous Peoples Day today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. We hope you have a fun day. Mm-hmm. Which is entirely different from Thanksgiving. Why are the Wild playing a noon game today in Ottawa? You got the Thanksgiving. Is it Boxing Day? Yeah, in Canada. Which or Thanksgiving? Do you know that they're the only team in the entire league that doesn't have a point? I know. They they might never get one. That ends today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we live in some dreadful times, don't we? Have you heard about this or seen this video meme? where Donald Trump massacres the news media. What is this? And Democrats like Barack Obama and Nancy Pelosi is shown at the president's Miami resort. A horrifically violent video which depicts Trump massacring a group of journalists and political opponents inside a church of fake news was shown to a group of his supporters at his Miami resort. The disturbing display took place at the Trump National Doral, Miami, last week, which is the site of a three-day conference held by pro-Trump organization called American Priority. The event was attended by former White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the president's eldest son, Donald, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, according to the New York Times. I haven't seen it. I just read about it in the Daily Mail. I, I did watch it. Is it as dreadful as I think it is? It's yeah, it's disturbing, <laughs> disturbing. And this is done in support of him, apparently. Yeah, but yes. he's denounced it. Thank he's God. denouncing it. Yes, yeah. he hasn't seen it yet. He said, but uh, if it portrays what he thinks or that he's heard it portrays, then he says it uh, is no good. Uh, it's being circulated on the internet by Trump supporters. It's an edited version of the church massacre scene from the 2014 dark comedy film Kingsman. Uh, the Secret Service, starring Colin Firth. It shows Trump, Trump's head superimposed on Firth's body as he walked into the Church of Fake News, where the congregants represent 
major American news outlets like NBC, NPR, Huffington Post, Politico, on and on times. Trump then goes on a killing rampage using a gun and spear to shoot and stab the parishioners. God bless America. This is just... Even Trump's going to have to denounce that. Yeah. The, uh, as you see the people he's shooting and stabbing, some of them uh, have heads superimposed on of enemies of his, John McCain oh, no. being one, and there are others, and then others just have boxes representing CBS News. Uh, the last one, which gets the most horrific death, of course, is CNN. Oh. <sighs> so along the same uh, vein, did you see the outrageous T-shirt worn on an airline passenger over the weekend that I made did. all the yeah. news? And I did. What are you talking this about? This guy's boarding a plane, and they show him getting off the uh, or entering the plane. In the back of his shirt, it says, Rope, Tree, Journalist, Some Assembly Required. Funny stuff. But and, that one's uh, been around. I've seen that before. Correct. It, it, yeah. it really, well, really. Well, I'm a journalist. I would have risked my right arm to deck the guy. It really, really made the uh, rounds <laughs> over the over the weekend. Yeah, it, it's that's really just plain dumb. My God. How you know, you... and there were all sorts of debates on whether or not the airline should have allowed this passenger on, and was that considered a threat, and blah blah blah. But like you said, just such somebody just needs to. <laughs> Punch them. There's not, not enough decking going on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I guess that'll be interpreted as calling for violence. Yeah. Let's make things right. <laughs> you know who? You know who we haven't had a groin. Who needs a groin kick? And we've never given him one yet. Hmm. Sanders, Bernie Sanders, uh, <clears throat> who's saying now that, uh, that uh, here I'll tell you what he said. His health checkout is burned back on. Yeah, on he's going to be on the debate tomorrow. Oh, good. Uh, he he is deriding uh, Elizabeth Warren, who's easy to deride, for being a capitalist. And Bernie insists that I'm not. Oh, okay. Hey, well, you've been a freeloader your whole life, Bernie. You haven't done a damn thing, and and now uh, he's taking on his uh, opponents and saying that they're they're capitalists, uh, which is a bad thing. Yeah. Yes. yes. Do you have Matthew. that? Uh, it's, uh, it's awful. We have a video uh, I want to play for you with the with the sound. Uh, it was I was I was alerted to it by an emailer. Uh, this is uh, this is the definition of a groin kick. This is Buddy Hackett on the Tonight Show years ago, and this is the definition of a groin kick. Okay, this guy is hunting for ducks. He's not the farmer, right. and he's not the an- the duck is the animal. All right. <laughs> Shoots a duck. The duck falls. A lot of you people want to conserve ducks, and you're worried this is it's only a joke. The duck didn't really die. <laughs> and you conservationists, I'm sure you're all pure vegetarian and don't eat meat or anything like that, and you're so worried, I hope a butterfly flies up your nose and you choke to death. <laughs> so now... Uh, just a passing thought. <laughs> oh, and I hope afterward the butterfly escapes. So, <laughs> oh, laser cocoon right in your brain. And, uh, I can't think of anything but webbing. So, now this guy shoots a duck and it falls and hits a barn and goes into a guy's yard. So this guy gets and he climbs over the fence and he goes into the yard and he's trying to get this duck and this farmer come out, big guy, bigger than the guy with the chickens. Big guy. He says, what are you doing in my yard? 
He said, I come to get the duck. He said, that's my duck. He said, it's not your duck. He said, this is my yard. That duck fell, hit my barn. He's laying there. He said, yes, but it's, it's not your duck. I shot the duck. I've been out hunting for a couple of days. He says, give me a break. You know, I'm from the city. You're from the city. Well, you don't understand about property, do you? It's my property. It's my duck. However, I'll give you a chance at the duck. We can settle this country style. He says, country style? He says, yeah. Well, how do you, how do you settle a country style? He says, how? I kick you in the groin. The guy said, oh. <laughs> and then you kick me in the groin. And we take turns kicking each other in the groin. <laughs> Who's ever left keeps the duck. <laughs> and I said, well, if that's what I got to do. <laughs> the farmer says, I go first. And he hauls off. Why? <laughs> and the guy goes, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Farmer says, oh, you could have the duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, there's a hit that now Bernie Bernie gets his groin kick, please. Bernie. That deserves this. Oh, you can have the duck. But I, there oh. was something else we learned from that. Anybody? Anybody? Uh the the PC part about the yes, animal killing. That had to be 40 years ago. Yeah. That had to be a 40-year-old clip. And already that sensitivity was so much in the air that Buddy Hackett was aware of it. I hope a butterfly yeah. flies up your nose. You choked on it. He choked it out. And the butterfly lives. <laughs> okay, I'll put that in the groin kick file. There you go. Hey, uh, one more thing uh, before before anything else. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to clarify this. Otherwise, people will send us emails. It's Thanksgiving Day in Canada. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? B- Boxing Day is not until that's, December 26th. Yeah, that's Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Right after Christmas. Gotcha. And that stems from, uh, that's an English tradition. That's correct. Where you'd bring back the stuff, or you'd bring your uh, workers' presents in the boxes that you got. Oh, I thought it was a prize fight. What the are you talking about? I thought it was the, the trick. You know, the, hey, oh. look what I got in the box. Hey, oh, what yeah. do you got? Mr. Ed in a box. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Ed. What, what are they celebrating for Thanksgiving in Canada? Uh, Thanksgiving, what are they thankful? Uh, it says right uh, here, uh, they uh, established it in 1957, quote, a chance for people in Canada to give thanks for a good harvest and other fortunes They're of the past They're just ripping us off. Exactly. That's just a copycat. So their day off. Everybody has day the day off. off up there. That's correct. Yeah. I'll be oh, damned. Yeah. Uh, remember last week we started saying that uh, you can assemble your own list in the event Trump gets reelected? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I got a new one for you. Uh, Elizabeth Warren wants taxpayers to fund inmates' gender reassignment surgeries and mocks Christian men for their biblical beliefs. Well, you might as well put that on your list. <laughs> Why not? 
So if you're bored, you're just going to go try to get the change. What if the change doesn't work? Will they change for the Warren change made the remarks during a Thursday night town hall on LGBTQ rights, which was hosted by CNN and Human Rights Campaign. CNN's Chris Como asked Warren about her previous statements on taxpayer funding for inmate surgery that were contrary to her current position. During her 2012 Senate bid, Warren insisted that gender reassignment surgeries were not a good use of taxpayer dollars. Do you regret that, he asked? Listen to these obsequious leading questions. <laughs> yep, Warren responded, that was a bad answer. I believe that everyone is entitled to medical care and medical care that they need, and that includes people who are transgender and who it, it is time for them to have surgery. I think that's very important. Okay, put that on your list. Go ahead and get the surgery, but why in the hell do I got to pay for that's it? That's not right. on our dime, right. You know, if we were... Uh... <laughs> there is so much comedy in that right there. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. The, the jokes <laughs> we could write about that. I, I'd love to hear Chris Rock or Dave Attell. Or, well, they're or, all in the club, though. They won't go after Oh, Although no. Chappelle's not. Chappelle. Oh, the, the jokes you could write around that topic. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> oh, my goodness. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> Her, was Chris Rock the one that did the toss my salad bit? Yes. Yeah. The fun you could have with that <laughs> with that story. Oh my goodness. I'm going to come back in a moment and tell you that uh, about some required reading that everyone should uh, be aware of. Just a moment. All right. I'm going to tell you about some required eating, Such and the whole GL crew, and that's Jack's Cafe. Jack's Cafe is located in Northeast Minneapolis. To be specific, 1928. They're on 19th Avenue Northeast and on University Avenue, and they are a wonderful three-generation restaurant, but also they offer so much more than just going there for a nice dinner. They offer uh, facilities, 25 to 300. Bring your group, whether it's a Christmas party, work party, or just a family get-together, they can accommodate up to 300 people in many different settings or rooms. Now, Billy is a very hard worker, and he understands... Ah, he understands the advertising, number one, because he's advertising on this podcast, but he also understands really good food. There is a special menu, a rookie date night menu that is not on the regular menu. So if you're taking your gal or your guy out, ask about the rookie date night menu. It's a four-course meal under $100 and includes a bottle of wine. You won't go wrong. You can have a wonderful Sunday brunch. I want you to try out the Rookie Date Night menu. Uh, I've had a lot of reports from emailers that have gone there sending pictures back saying it was fabulous. But even if you just go there, tell them that the Rookie sent you. Obviously, on October 28th, you're mm -hmm. going to come out for the uh, Monday Night Sports Talk taping, I hope. Uh, details on that are coming out uh, soon. It'll be Monday afternoon. It'll be a Monday Night Sports Talk podcast recording. And our host is Billy Kozlak at Jack's Cafe, and that's going to be around 3 o'clock. Watch, listen for more details on that. Give you their phone number, 612, make a reservation, 612-789-7297 for your special night. Tell them the rookie sent you online at Jack's Cafe, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. Tell them Rook sent you. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Chief Offside Correspondent Kelsey and many other GLers uh, alerted me to a Breitbart piece. I want to tell you who wrote it. It's absolutely chilling to read, and I want everyone to read it. I can't read the whole thing on the air because it's too long. It was written by Christian K. Caruso, a Venezuelan writer uh, and he documents life under socialism. 
and it's a piece called My Socialist Hell, 20 Years of Decay in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it should scare the hell out of you if you think socialism is the answer. Uh, Caracas, Venezuela, my home country, has it all. Beautiful and breathtaking landscapes, abundant resources, even unique wonders of nature like the Angel Falls or the Catatumbo Lightning. Yes, if you've heard our name in the news recently, it's as the subject of tragedy. Toilet paper shortages, desperate people scavenging through garbage to find food for their families, bread lines, a systemic failure of our public utilities, dogs flayed in broad daylight for meat, corruption, lack of proper medicine and health access, weighing stacks of cash, and so much more. It saddens me to say that it's true, all of it, a product of 20 years of socialism. I was barely 11 years old when Hugo Chavez began his first term in 1999, when his Bolivarian revolution started to change the Constitution and morph our laws. I was just an introverted child that had just moved to the capital of the country, fascinated by video games, cartoons, and Power Rangers, and with an overactive imagination. This perpetual revolution has laid down a status quo in the country that often forces you to lose your personal aspirations, to cast away your future hopes and dreams. It changes you in many ways until you're no longer a citizen, you're merely a survivor. Today, here I stand, more or less that same introverted kid, but with 20 years of ever-increasing hardships upon my shoulders, a lesser version of what I could have been, clinging to these memories where everything was simpler and all of it made sense. This is a personal account of what my life has become after 20 years of Bolivarian revolution, 20 years that comprise two-thirds of my life. I've done so many bread lines that I've lost count. I've encouraged, I've engaged in bartering for food and medicine. I'm actively taking expired medication because it's simply better than nothing. And I've, I've, I've adapted every aspect of my livelihood around the tribulations inherent to living in socialist Venezuela while taking care of my younger brother who can't fend for himself given his mental condition. It hasn't been easy since we're two socially inept siblings, but we keep going no matter what. Socialism, I'll, I'll end after this paragraph because this is, you know, 18 18 pages long. Socialism has slowly eroded the functional existence of every aspect of our lives, from our freedom of speech to our economic liberties, our access to health care and personal documents to our water supply. Each of these structural collapses, the absence of health care, the worthlessness of our currency, systemic corruption in the government and military, and and widespread censorship have affected me personally. It goes on and on and on and on. Uh, You find it yourself at Breitbart.com. And the author's name? I will post the uh, the article to the so, our social media. Okay, then I'm going to hand it to you. Right. The author's name is Christian K. Caruso. is a Venezuelan writer and documents life under socialism. Here, I'll give this to yeah, uh, Dr. Reavers. Can hand that to Reavers. And let that be a lesson to you for warming up to Bernie. And so I'll tape this onto the Warren. Yeah, yeah. Then you get a picture of it, and then people can get to go on your Twitters. <laughs> you can punch it in. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that something? But who are you kidding? I mean, what do you think this climate change movement is? It has nothing to do no. with the environment. Jane Fonda was arrested Friday at the U.S. Capitol. Well, congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know she was still around. She was uh, handcuffed on the east side steps and escorted into a police vehicle. Well, that's uh, her goal, right? Right. Every week? Every week, yeah. yeah. Fonda was one of 16 people arrested for unlawfully protesting and was charged with a with crowding, obstructing, or in incommoding. I don't even, I never heard that word before. She was released hours later. On Thursday, the actress vowed to join Friday protests at the Capitol, inspired and emboldened by the incredible movement our youth have created. 
Before her arrest, Fonda, in a speech called Climate Change, a collective crisis that demands collective action now. Collectivism. Collective action to do what? Wouldn't it have been great if the, cops, what now? If the cops had just <laughs> pa- passed yeah. her over? Now we're going to arrest everybody else. Okay. No, please, Because she wants the attention oh, so that bad. that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be Just delightful. leave her strapped oh, to the yes. building or whatever. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, just let her be standing there alone. Yeah. And, oh, that would yeah, be we'll wonderful. See you later. We'll take everybody except you, Jane. Right. You're good. You, you stay there. Our artist in residence, Greg Holcomb, notes, why am I, meaning me, a critic of the climate change community, dismissed because you're not an expert, while Alexandria Occasional Cortex... <laughs> And Greta's qualifications are never in doubt. Every I month. saw that. Isn't that a great point? Good point. Second, he says, we're beginning the political lawn season. Why don't you guys get a sponsor at a GL sign that was available at, say, Frats? A sign? Yeah, like somebody say sign? G- GL. A GL sign for your yard. You'd get them at Fratelloni's if we made them. But I'm not going to pay for them this I time. think we can handle that. <laughs> Jane's looking pretty old, too. Well, she's no spring chicken. 81. Mm-hmm. All right. Saturday. Front page of the uh, Star Tribune. A Minnesota without call of the loon, question mark. And it's a story about this, nothing more than this speculation that uh, climate change, of course, will, will cause the... Uh, the loon to move further north, farther north, mm-hmm. and thus no longer be the iconic bird of Minnesota. And it even says Minnesota is one of the country's fastest warming states, largely because of its northern location and warming winters. Even if humans stall global warming at 1.5 degrees Celsius, 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, several bird species in Minnesota remain threatened, including the trumpeter swan, the spruce grouse, and the black-throated green warbler. Okay, and it goes on and on. There's no evidence for any of this. But here's what makes the story meaningless. Meaningless. Mm. You get to the final two paragraphs, and the story is meaningless. Because the final two paragraphs read, at the moment, the DNR does not detect a declining trend in Minnesota's loon population. The state's 1989 census showed about 12,000 breeding pairs across the state, and that appears to have remained stable, said Crystal Larson, a DNR non-game research biologist who coordinates the state's loon monitoring program. Well, first of all, just a minute. Quote, the final paragraph. The good news is that we're not detecting any problems at this point, she said. <laughs> well, why, why did this story appear right. in the paper? <laughs> Plus, is... I read the comments. There were hundreds and hundreds of comments, many of whom, uh, many of them written by people who live on Lake Minnetonka and have, are, are noting an increase in the loon population. An increase in the loon population. An increase. But my point is... Their own experience. Well, plus, you know, we're... Why do we only get 12 years, but the loon gets another 60? Yeah, what's... What the hell's the deal with that? <laughs> Shouldn't we at least on... get as much time as the loon? Yeah, aren't they choking on chunks of soot like we would be? No. <laughs> We've got our own problems to worry about. <laughs> Screw the loons. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, this is is this is such folly. It's it's poor reporting. It, it's... Well, this is part of the DNR now because they're fully on board, and there's a, a new uh, section on their website and uh, in the department... That's all about global warming, and this is just one phase of it. They're they're discussing this subject in all matters relating to fish and game. 
Well, but I mean, you might as well say uh, in 60 years, uh, the uh, the golden Labrador as a house pet uh, will disappear because of climate change. And then in the final two paragraphs, you'll read, right now there's plenty of golden labs and they're Zero doing data. just great and uh, we don't detect any problem at all. No. What is the point of this? What is the point of this story? To convert us. To convert us to their new religion. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a heathen. Then I'm, I'll never be converted to it. It's just it's just pathetic. There's nothing in the story that is a fact. Nothing. And it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to certain people. And and these reporters apparently they are unfazed by having to include in the story at some point. Well, right now there's nothing wrong. The loons are just great. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, plus, if you're this concerned about loons, were, was anybody struck by the idea that apparently the only census you can refer to is uh, 1989? Why is that? 1989? Are well, we still counting loons? <laughs> you would think so. How many years ago is 1989? Uh-oh, here we I'm go. I'm not doing it. Somebody Careful. else do 30. it. 30. Careful. 30, 30 years. We're 30 years, but we're three decades behind on counting loons? 30 years. you got a 30-year-old count of loons, which apparently... Uh, uh, who knows? Audubon researchers reviewed studies on 604 North American bird species and modeled modeled how their ranges would shift if the climate warms. Okay, a lot of ifs there. In if the climate warms in Celsius by 1.5 degrees, two degrees, and three degrees, the work builds on an earlier Audubon report in 2014. <coughs> Did anybody note the wind Friday night? Boy, did I. Uh, Yes. Why do you ask? How can you, uh, which I thought was magnificent, I love wind, how how can you stand outside and and be in awe of that force of wind and the noise it makes and the way it bends the trees? And you think, what knob are you going to (laughs) turn? What knob are you going to turn to hold a temperature level at pre-industrial revolution uh, Temperature and why? Who determined that that's a good temperature to be at? Right. How could you hear and be in that wind and think, you know, if we just had more government intervention in the climate, we could really <laughs> fix this thing? Are you, who, what's wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? It borders on mental illness. You got into a Twitter spat over this very uh, subject mm-hmm. with some. Well, not really a spat. I responded once. Some guy said, what about the 7 trillion tons of stuff we're putting in there? Yeah, I said, right, pal. There's never, it's never been windy before. It's never been windy no, before. You need to learn how to use that mute button Oh, on it's Twitter. a wonderful, wonderful yeah. function. Because that well, guy, everybody's entitled to what they want to say. That, that guy is extra noisy. And I, I think I we've all I'm, we've I'm all unaware of him. him. Yeah. I'm unaware of him. Well, apparently you guys are familiar with him. Yeah. But you're Twitter veterans. But my point is, don't, don't put a front-page story on your newspaper Telling me that maybe loons could be affected in another 60 or 62 years. Right now, they're great. Everything's fine with the loons. They're wonderful. But if. But if. And if. And therefore, they're out. Wherefore, thou thing is. Can we take an aside in regards to the loons? You guys... Do you like the call of the loon? I, I love, love it. Are you familiar yeah. with the yes. uh, many different calls yeah. of the loon? The yeah. flying call, the mating call, the distress call. Have you, any of you ever lived in the country? Yes. No. Nope. Because uh, 
The loons, uh, they'll drive you crazy. I got to no, tell you, no, they're they're uh, yeah. The loons are a flat out pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they are noisy and boisterous, and they're a bunch of braggarts, and they won't shut the hell up. Loons and pheasants. My God, we know you're there. We know you think you're special. Now just shut the <laughs> so hell they're the up. Jane Fonda of the foul world. It though. seems to me the people that really, really love the loons are the ones that don't have to listen to them every well, single to, day. To us cityots, when we're visiting the lake and sitting on the dock and we hear them, that's a thing oh, of beauty. Yeah, that's when I hear them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you hear that, honey? <laughs> oh, Meanwhile, so nice. 14 over. I get out the 410 and fire it up into the air. And <laughs> oh, yell, shut up! Oh, my God. Just shut up! Oh, my God. He's shooting loons. <laughs> no, I don't shoot it at the loons. Oh, oh my goodness. Just gives him a warning shot. <laughs> if it happens to hit him, you Scare know. him away. <laughs> Not on my lake! Well, you could settle it the country way if a... Loon fell in your yard and bounced off your barn. That's right. Ah, you can have the loon. I get to go first. <laughs> what is that one again? That's uh... oh, 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 your oh, turn. Oh. Ah, you can have it. No, say say right now at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61, a great year-end sale on all electric bikes, including the wild side old school motorcycle looking electric bikes they're really funky they're marked down to 1999 while the supply lasts that's down from 2799 and 2999 yamaha e-bikes are all 4 to 500 dollars off msrp bentelli e-bikes are on sale starting at 799 and up and they just got in the uh, real tree camo fat tire bikes for hunters uh, to take out into the woods. This is uh, EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Great scooters, full line of Yamaha motorcycles, youth ATVs and snowmobiles, helmet, apparel, and a great service department. If uh, if uh, the vehicle you purchase from uh, EcoFun breaks down in the city, uh, a truck is sent through town every day for service. They'll pick up your scooter or your electric bike or what have you, take it back to EcoFun, do the service and return it to you. It's a really, really great operation that Tim has uh, running there at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61, right in downtown Forest Lake. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Well, before John uh, yeah, before we get to news, thank you, Joe. Uh, let me tell you about, uh, it's the beginning of the week here, and I have to uh, go out and eat at a restaurant at some point this week. Pick the best one up in my neck of the woods, Mancetti's. Uh, I think today I'm going to tell you about all my favorite foods there. Their spaghetti has homemade sauce, which is wonderful. They also make uh, uh, all their Alfredo sauces, spaghetti and Alfredo sauces. I also love the rigatoni, which is baked. comes with the uh, cheesy garlic bread that's cooked. Well, perfectly, actually. Uh, pizzas, they have great pizzas, including the Papa Mancetti's, uh, which, uh, listen to this. Uh, I know it might sound weird, but trust me, it's delicious. It has American bacon, Canadian bacon. It has uh, yellow banana peppers. Mm. Uh, it also has green olives and onions. And uh, it's, uh, uh, as Chris will tell you, when, when he got to taste it, oh, he man. was stunned. And I'm not a green olive guy at all, and that pizza no. was spectacular. Uh, they also they have other great pizzas, including uh, the cheeseburger pizza, which comes with the pickles on top. Uh, don't forget, all of their sauces are homemade. Their meatballs, uh, which uh, you can order with the spaghetti or separate if you'd like, are homemade. Just wonderful, wonderful recipe that they use for their meatballs. Uh, they uh, are open uh, pretty much every day of the week. Well, not pretty much. They are open every day of the week, and uh, they have takeout. 
They have delivery. You can call and have it delivered to your house, or you can sit in there and eat. A very nice atmosphere to eat. It's Mancetti's. It's located at 3603 Round Lake Boulevard, about a mile north of Highway 10 at Round Lake and Bunker Lake Boulevard on the corner, <coughs> right where Anoka and Andover <coughs> meet. <coughs> yes, Mr. Olson? You didn't mention my option. Can you order it, pick it up, and then eat it in the truck in the parking lot? You, uh, you yes, could you do. can. Because Certainly that's, do that. Okay. Like a caveman. Yeah. And I'll tell you the truth, from picking food up there, the smell in your car is so good, you probably will want to stop in the parking lot. So it'll cover it. up the other smells <laughs> in my truck. Well, I don't know about the your The dead truck. minnows and... Ooh, uh, boy, Jeez. Okay. Uh, that's Mancetti's. A loon or two in the back seat. 3603 Round Lake Boulevard. Check them out this week. Uh, in uh, Well, let's do sports first, should we? Uh, because the Gophers are ranked in the top 25. How about that? For the first time since 2014. Did you see that the, contest, Such? Did yeah. you see that game? Yeah. I actually watched a bit myself. was blown away. I had to go full-blown sushi at the beginning, though, because they moved it to a different channel. Uh, a channel I had never heard of before. Chris was whining on Twitter about it all. I got it on where it was supposed to be. Had, did you start watching it right away? No. Has this team no. and this no. season effectively shut up? Patrick Royce. No. no, I was going to no. say, Just once you're opposite. done listening to this podcast, I want you to go out tonight at 6 o'clock and download the Monday Night Sports Talk podcast. When you hear Patrick Royce kiss the ass of P.J. Fleck because he's such a fine coach. <laughs> now, now he's changed to trolling all the Gopher fans by saying because they're so successful that P.J. Fleck will be leaving. To the Trojans. Because <laughs> yes. yes. so. Southern Cal lost in Notre Dame. Yeah. Pat had uh, P.J. moving immediately yep. to L.A. The uh, Gophers are ranked number 20. In the newly released Associated Press poll, also number 20 in the coaches poll. First time that Minnesota is ranked in the AP poll since 2014 when it hit number 22, November 23rd of 2014. Uh, easy game this week, I shouldn't say that. Uh, they play Rutgers at Rutgers on Saturday. Then I saw a stat that Rutgers might be the worst ever Division yeah. I program this year. Uh, the Gophers What's that? ever. It was something. It was a a, a class ranking by position because they they're a complete mess. Hmm. Rutgers is. They host Maryland on October twenty sixth. You it, know, speaking of that, you know what we're just a few minutes away from, don't you? What? Someone unlocked the door. Why? Why is this clucker locked? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to stay away. He's got okay. to. Okay. Huh? Best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody uh, stay up, make it through playoff baseball last night? I tried really hard, Johnny, but I fell asleep. <sighs> Yankees losing in 11 innings, 3-2 uh, to two to Houston. I, I made the whole thing, and, and uh, I wrote a song about it. That's because the Yankees are your club. Well, yeah, but hey, that's, that's pretty late for an old guy like yeah. me. That what was, time did it get over? It got over about one minute after 12. Really? Yeah, give or take. Okay, I, I did write a song about it. So you hoovered up a whole eight ball of dandy during that game. Then. <laughs> wow, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. I, either. I think it's got something to do with hoovered cocaine, up, maybe. Right? Hoovered it's up a whole eight ball of dandy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds like a Raymond Chandler quote. Is that what that means? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I wrote a song about staying up, so I hope you'll indulge me in my in my staying up late blues. Did you get okay? a? Uh, is there a chorus that we can sing along with? Uh, not really. I gave up on you guys because you know people are jumping in early. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, go. <laughs> Watching baseball, and now my eyes are dry and red. I 
I stayed up too late watching baseball. Now my eyes are too red. What am I gonna learn now sometimes? You got to crawl off and go to bed. Whoops. <laughs> they say this ball game's an instant classic. I guess that might be true. They say it's an instant classic. I guess that might be true. But when you're an old fella like me, these late hours can be real hot on you. Had to get up at seven this morning. It's a long song, isn't it, Jim? It is. <laughs> you know, I had to write some news. <laughs> Seven this morning. Seven a.m. I had to write some news. You know I got the no shut eye getting, staying up late to watching baseball blues. You'll do it again tonight. <laughs> L.A. at Washington. No. Yeah, look at Packers football no. too. So what? Yeah. It's not. It's the. It's the birds. It's not Elliot Washington. It's the, the birds. The I'm bird. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Cardinals. The Cardinals at Washington. Mm -hmm. And the Packers are playing tonight. So. That's true. Packers Detroit. Packers at home to Detroit. That's correct. It's a full night of sports. I mm -hmm. guess apparently. Speaking yeah. of birds, settle a ignorant discussion in my house. We can't remember how the Eagles affected us last year. What did? Why are? Why do we two, hate two last years? Year? Why do we hate the Eagles so two much? Two years ago. Two years ago, they lost in the NFC title game. Last year, the Vikings actually beat them by a point or two over okay. in Philly. So it was two years ago. Remember yep. the Vikings were expected to go in and win the game. They came into our house and humiliated us? Yes. No, it was there. It was oh, in their Philly. house. It was what, 35? Uh, but they did win something? the Super Bowl in U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. My friend that That's works... what it yep. was. Yeah. That's what it was. Okay. My friend that works at the airport uh, reports on the Philadelphia flight from Minneapolis oh. to Philadelphia on Sun Country today. Yeah. Those people look like they were coming in on the red eye from Las Vegas <laughs> with their just their shoulders were curved down. They were the winds were out of Pockets their sails. turned out. So my friend at the airport of course chimes in, "Hey, how was that game last night? Any Philly fans here?" and uh, they acted accordingly in their response. Speaking of airports, thanks, Rook. No entries after a SkyWest Airlines flight made an emergency landing at the St. Cloud Airport Sunday night. Representatives say the flight, which was operating as a Delta connection, took off from Minneapolis-St. Paul International and was heading to Minot, North Dakota. Smoky smell in the cabin led to an unexpected landing in St. Cloud. One passenger said oxygen masks were deployed. Additional information on what caused the smoky smell has not yet been released. That would have unnerved me. Are you yeah. sure it wasn't just some dude in the bathroom having a heater? Burning one? <laughs> or How a big prank? Is the... Hey, this boat just fell out of your wing here. <laughs> How big is the airport in St. Cloud? Is it is it sizable? Mm, no, I, no I big enough, apparently, to yeah. take that small jet. Star Tribune reporting supporters of passenger rail service in Minnesota, including, uh, including restoration of the route from the Twin Cities to Duluth and additional service to Chicago, are plotting their push for state funding to keep expansion efforts alive. 
Uh, the nexus of their efforts will come during the legislative session, which begins in February. Uh, Dan Crum is director of the Minnesota Department of Transportation's Passenger Rail Office. He said it's like a MnDOT road project. You can't just say, okay, there's the line, let's build it. There's a lot of process involved. One project would add a second daily train in both directions between Union Depot and St. Paul and Chicago's Union Station, serving 13 stations on Amtrak's Empire Builder long-distance route. The Northern Lights Express service would reestablish Amtrak service between the Twin Cities and Duluth, which was discontinued in 1985. It would be about a two-and-a-half-hour trip. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. How long does it take? Because for me, I tried. I remember one time I tried taking the bus here from mm-hmm. the Southwest Metro, and it took two hours to get here. Wait a minute. How long? Two, two and, two and, and a half hours? To go from where to where? Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it about 2.15, two and a half? To drive it. To, to drive, drive it? it. Yeah. From here to Duluth? Yes. Yeah. And the train takes how long? Uh, two and a half. You can get there faster in a car. You would be stopping uh, in several places, well, including Coon Rapids, Cambridge, Hinkley, and Superior, Wisconsin. So there you go. It would cost about 500 to $600 million to launch the whole yeah. I don't want to pay for that. Yeah, we got plenty of money. Take, I don't want to pay for take that. Take a bus. Take a bus. Drive your own car. <laughs> Cub Foods is asking. Ride your bike, you yeah, hippie. Ride your Bintelli e-bike. <laughs> Cub Foods is asking customers not to openly carry guns in stores in response to concerns about safety after a series of shootings across the country. The grocery store chain also says it will no longer sell e-cigarettes and vaporizers. A move the company said it was made due to increasing questions from the health community and complex regulatory environment associated with those products. Cubs' change on guns comes after other large retailers, including Walmart, Kroger, and Walgreens, have rethought their policies in light of mass shootings in California, Texas, and Ohio. A Cub did say two weeks ago, Steve Spinner, CEO of United Natural Foods, said the group intends to sell the Cub stores, likely early next year. Do they know what the hell they're talking about? Because I, I ripped out this story and it says openly carry and then it says carry. Which is it? Uh, oh, I thought it was openly carry. When well, I first to me, openly carry yeah. means you, you've you got it, it strapped to your hip right. like John Wayne. Right, or you're carrying a rifle over your shoulder or whatever. Yeah. Carry just means she's, yeah, you know, I'm, I might have one. Well, nobody yeah, would know I, anyway, I might, right? I might not. I, you know, it's none of your business. And nobody would know anyway. So which are they again? <laughs> I, I think the if open, it's, if open it's visible, it's the if open it's visible, part. yeah, you, you, they'd say, hey, get out. All right. That's, that's my guess. Okay. United States appears to be heading toward full military withdrawal from Syria amid the growing chaos, cries of betrayal, and signs that Turkey's invasion might fuel a broader war. Defense Secretary Mark Esper said Sunday President Trump had directed U.S. troops in northern Syria to begin pulling out as safely and quickly as possible. Meanwhile, various tapes of what appear to be Turkish soldiers committing atrocities appeared over the weekend, including beheadings and shooting of unarmed men and women in ditches. U.S.-backed Syrian Democratic forces say a prominent politician, her driver, members of Kurdish security forces, and several civilians were killed by Turkish-backed militants in Syria. Did you guys watch that video on social media? I did, yeah, unfortunately. I did not because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. A video circulating on social media purports to show the bullet-riddled SUV of Secretary General of the pro-Kurdish future Syria party, Hevran Kalaf, surrounded by several men wearing what appear to be military fatigues. In another video, the body of a woman believed to be Kalaf is seen lying in the rubble with her face and hair covered in dust. At least one man can be seen standing over her and filming. He taps the body with his feet and says, quote, this is the corpse of pigs. You want to venture down this topic? Not terribly. I'm, I'm, I'm... 
I read. I'm doing all the reading I can. I'm trying to figure it out. That's what I. I just. I don't Same understand here. any of it. Same here. I. Yeah. Well, yeah. because of course, the the president's getting the amount. You know, but anything he does, he's gonna be he's gonna be ridiculed. But I, I just I just don't understand this story at all. It kind of seems like a back step. A step maybe in the wrong direction, John. No kidding. You got well, a thousand ISIS I, fighters yeah, I, now out of jail. It's, yeah, I thought it was a ridiculous move. Let me step out of my editorial. Yeah. And and why it was done? And it seems like everything we've gained is, has now been. Yeah. Well, and plus the. Or I should say they've our, gained. Our allies. Yeah. People we've been working with and living with for the last, you know. Yeah. We basically said, see ya, as this group comes in to kill them all. So would this be one of those countries that we could never, ever, ever, ever leave? We just, we're going to be in, in, entrenched there forever and ever. Maybe he's doing the right thing about getting, getting our guys out of there. I'm still reading. All right. A somewhat graphic illustration from the city of Minneapolis is causing controversy. Under the sub, uh, subject line, it's norovirus season. The city of Minneapolis Health Department issued a warning about the spread of the winter plague. Norovirus, they say, is the leading cause of foodborne illness. The graphic shows a body, you know, the, like the ones you see on, on signs, bathroom signs, that kind of thing. So yeah. It's a round head and a body with things coming out of the mouth and the rear end. Oh, so that's oh. the graphic. Oh. The old double whammy. Now that sign oh. I'm going to look for. But to me, to me, this is an, an example of power washing. Yeah. I saw the, I saw the yeah. diagram. Yeah. Looks like a European road sign. <laughs> Right, yes. and it didn't occur to me that I was witnessing uh, the expelling of uh, bodily fluids. In, really? So somebody had to look at that and say, "Oh, that's terrible." So they power washed it. it, it well, the people who did it love it. They think it works wonderfully. They think it shows exactly. What, what did they you think to show. It, it it showed? Could somebody look this up so I can see it? It's just lines, just lines coming out of the guy's butt and, With, and mouth. Yeah. You see that? Is that the one That's you're talking about? That's not it. That's not it. That's not it, but it's close. Yeah. That's close. Norovirus. You don't want it. Whatever you want it. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. Cindy Weckworth, supervisor for the city of Minneapolis Department of Health, uh, said it's a great graphic. She said, we designed one that would bridge any language barriers and depict what norovirus is really like. The email was sent out as a reminder to people, especially those working in food service, to stay home if you experience any symptoms because... Even if you feel better, norovirus can take 72 hours uh, before it leaves your system. As for the hundreds of retweets and thousands of likes the graphic has gotten, she's thrilled. She said, we're delighted. People are finally talking about washing their hands. That's fantastic. <laughs> Is it this one, the blue one here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think so. That's, that's a little tamer than the first one I showed you, you too, know, but it's no. still. It, 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 I've got some helpful advice. Yes. If it's coming out of both ends, yeah. have a seat on the toilet and grab a bucket. Yeah. That's wise counsel. Don't, as the graphic shows, go down on your knees and throw up into the into the toilet because that leaves one area That's more uncovered. Clean up. That's more clean up. Uncovered. And, and plus, don't get your arms stuck uh, in, yeah. the, in the floor oh. toilet trying to retrieve a fish you were going to eat. I remember that guy in China, right? Yeah, he did that. That, that was a good bad. idea. Great bad. topic. That's, bad situation. that's what you're thinking about during this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be back here in a moment. Yeah, let's clean her up. <laughs> You 
cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Well, you big dummies, where's the pats on the backs and the congratulations and the thank yous? I got this bag of Woody's caramel corn in the mail from the coffeegrounds.com last Friday. I had to fight off my family. I had, to, worse yet, had to fight myself off. Uh, the bag went unopened, unmolested, brought it in here, and there's still half left. I'm afraid to touch it. Um, I'm, I have some. I'm trying not to remind members of the staff that it's out there because I want to be. I want to do what you did. I want to hide it in a drawer and keep it all to myself. It's really, it is it's buttery. It yeah. is soft mm, and it yeah. is delicious. Yep. It is. And fantastic. as soon as the big man gets here, it will be all over oh, the floor. We have to hide that from Royce. The door is locked. The door is locked. It shall remain. We actually have our own blends of coffee over at thecoffeegrounds.com in Eau Claire. We discovered this stuff by accident. The uh, Woody's uh, caramel corn, the Krabby Coffee Shop blend. That's going to make your skull tingle. You'll feel like I do right now. Uh, We also have the GL blend. I'd call that light and gentle. The spoon leg blend falls halfway between the two. And I have to say, probably the best decaf blend I've ever had. It's the dark roasted Johnny Height guitar blend. Those blends, they're going to arrive at your front door if you so choose to order from thecoffeegrounds.com, as well as this very addicting Woody's Caramel Corn. My goodness, order a couple of bags uh, so you can hide one from your family or hide one from Roycey. It's crazy addicting. Unfortunately, I discovered over the weekend the one thing you can't order for delivery from thecoffeegrounds.com, the biscuits and gravy. That stuff doesn't travel well. But it is well worth the drive, as is everything on their homespun, uh, homespun, locally sourced menu. And I really don't think it's hyperbole to openly announce that everything a person could ever need to increase the joy of day-to-day living, it can be found at thecoffeegrounds.com. Coffee, beer, cigars, a full-service restaurant. Uh, The only thing missing, a five-star hotel, because you're definitely going to want to stay a few days. If you're rolling down 94 through the land of cheese, pop in. Coffeegrounds.com. They're right there in Eau Claire, half a mile north of 94 on South Town Drive. Be sure to say hi to Eric and Julie and thank them profusely for being part of our GL family. I don't like the UN. (laughs) I I, I never have. I I don't know why. I instinctively... It, to me, it's the United Nations devoted to being united against the United States. Right. They got some nice digs over there, some really nice land. I've they? been there. I've been in the building. Now they're facing the worst cash crisis in nearly a decade because almost one third of the member states have not paid their annual dues, according to Secretary General, General Antonio Guterres. Speaking in front of the UN's budget setting fifth committee, on Tuesday, Guterres said the situation was no was so desperate that last month's General Assembly in New York was only possible because of emergency spending cuts made earlier in the year. Well, they had to they had to be open for Greta. You they know, had to rob Peter to pay Paul <laughs> to keep the lights on. The organization is facing a severe financial crisis, Guterres said. To be more specific, a severe liquidity crisis. The equation is simple: without cash, the budget cannot be properly implemented. Then go away. Go away. You haven't accomplished a damn thing. U.N. spokesperson Stephanie Dujarek said in a statement published Tuesday that by the end of September, member states had paid only 70% of the total assessment for the regular budget. Vacant posts cannot be filled. Travel will be limited to essential travel only. Meetings may have to be canceled or deferred. I don't care. Isn't that good? Less <laughs> meetings, less stuff? Guterres also warned that the situation would not only impact operations in the main hubs of New York, Geneva, Vienna, and Nairobi, but also 
regional commissions. All those overpaid bureaucrats might have to take a pay cut and lose the tuition payments to their kids' private schools. Too bad. Uh, this is uh, noted by uh, frequent uh, offside correspondent Jordy. Uh, a little investigation reveals that the USA pays 22% of the UN budget. Under the 2015 assessment, that is $654,778,938. The largest payer other than the USA is Japan at $293,960,000. For reference, China, the number two economy, pays $139,694,000, roughly one-fifth of what the U.S. pays, one-half of what Japan pays, with an economy that is three times Japan's. The United States should not be paying one thin dime to the U.N. What the hell have they accomplished? Right. They seem to be united against us. (laughs) Well, okay, so then other than humanitarian issues, what would happen to the globe if the U.N. was disbanded? I'm not sure that would even impact humanitarian issues. What have they accomplished? Well, they help out with the AIDS crisis and the refugee crisis. Are they UNICEF? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think so, right? I, 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 I thought they I were. I think so. So that okay, that's one good thing that they did. Yeah, is there is there one group of people for whom the uh, disbanding of the UN would severely impact? Well, I think the 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 poor the poorest of the poor around the world. Okay, probably. but hang on. In, in in since the UN's inception, don't you think relief efforts, private or public, um, from certain countries? Has has grown um, by, I don't know, thousands. So the what would distribution happen? is better. The intelligence is better. So why not just reorganize and make them basically what you're just talking about right now? A, a, a big giant global version of the Red Cross. I think they would. That would be acceptable. What Joe's problem is, we're is, paying them six hundred and fifty-five million dollars a year. That's, to, that's us in this room. To okay. do what? Well, to, for them to fly around and then bitch about flying because you're not supposed to fly. <laughs> and 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 and, uh, and for if, if Russia does whatever they want and we're sitting in a meeting saying, stop doing that, Russia, they smirk and go, oh, we're going to we, keep doing it. We, I, we wouldn't say that right now. Well, that's true. That's a good point, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want those letters. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the U.N. is featured prominently in North by Northwest. Yeah, yeah it is. is. That's where yeah. the guy gets... Uh, Gets the shiv. Remember, Rook? The, he runs over to the <laughs> shiv and says, hey, I got a shiv. Get you the hell out of here. That's amazing. It's That's just a- <laughs> the guy where they, he's, he's growing corn where corn shouldn't be growing. I, do, I know that scene. Wow. Right? I don't, would, I don't want the U.N. here. I, it costs too much. Who would be the big losers if the That's UN, what I'm trying to determine. I'm, trying to, I'm looking up U.N. accomplishments and trying to see what I can figure out. I, I mean, who within the U.N. would really, really be affected in a negative way if it was disbanded or or reorganized so it's just a humanitarian? Are you finding any accomplishments, Chad? Um, 172 peace settlements, regional conflicts, uh, UNICEF, like Rook said. Uh, but uh, the World Health Organization is a UN affiliated group. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty good organization. Yeah, WHO. Uh, UNICEF uh, has uh, they estimate saved the lives of over three million children. That's pretty good. Okay, but now then my question is: with that money that's donated, how much is trickling down? Or are they saying? No. I wonder what their administration. In other costs. words, if they only saved three million, why didn't they? Haven't they saved nine million? Yeah. Right. They also are, they're the World Bank. Did you know that? I did not. The UN has helped developing nations obtain funding projects through the International Bank for Reconstruction and Development, also known as the World Bank. Mm, That sounds shady. 
cartoon bubble of the World Bank. What are you seeing? Big giant sign up front. I'm seeing a big globe <laughs> yeah. in, the, uh, in the lobby. Big bronze uh, <laughs> color cage. And what are your plans for this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> well, America. sir, I'm going to be minding my own business. Thank you very much. Where will you be doing this? Yeah, yeah, in a country far, far away. Thank you, sir. And every once in a while, uh, I am uh, urged to speak to some of the U.N. resolutions uh, that border on uh, conspiratorial uh, developments isn't there one called uh, UN Resolution Twenty One or uh, you know the takeover of the okay. of the free world and whatnot? And I have I just I just don't I'm not impressed by the UN. I, I don't know what, what what I'm supposed to be impressed by. I, I I love the fact that three kids or three million kids have been saved from something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, how, okay. do you, how do you rip that? Officially established <laughs> in forty five following the horrific events of World War Two. Yeah. Uh, they want to create a new global organization to maintain peace and avoid the abuse of war. Well, it hasn't worked war. out. It hasn't worked out. War hasn't really stopped. We've still there's, got there's war, plenty right? plenty of wars. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Agenda 21. That's Agenda, the one I'm thinking Agenda of. 21 is a non-binding action of the United Nations with regard to sustainable blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Activists believe the non-binding UN resolution was, here it comes, the linchpin in a plot to subjugate humanitarian uh, humanity under an equal-totalitarian <laughs> regime. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of big words shoved together in mm-hmm. one sentence. Wow. <laughs> Here's their four main goals according to a, a History.com website. To maintain international peace and security, develop friendly relations among nations, achieve international cooperation in solving international problems, and be a center for harmonizing the actions of nations in the attainment of those common It ends. sounds to me like the failed academy. It sounds to me like those are four courses you can't flunk. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> you can't flunk any You're of right. this. You're that right. just sounds like a group of dummies that are going to stand in judgment of all of us. Well, uh, anyway. You know what? Take my temperature, give me a shot, and get me out of here. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the point being that uh, it's a terribly expensive operation to run. One hell of an expensive club to be a member of. And uh, why are we paying the most? Well, evidently we're not, right? Yeah, we are. Well, when's the, when's the last time we made a payment? Uh, <laughs> well, I've done further reading about that. And, uh, are we withholding any of the money? <laughs> no, our, uh, the U.S. payments are based on uh, the business year. So it, uh, we're not ready to make a payment when the U.N. snaps its fingers. Because we're working on a different financial calendar. But in fact, are we the taxpayers making payments anyway? Yes. So even though the United States hasn't written out a check yet, it's already come out of our checks. Mm -hmm. It's just sitting in the drawer. I am again that. Yeah, I'm not a... I, I wish I could be proud of them. Show me something they've accomplished. Well, you know, tell me that they've, what, saved three million children from what? Illness? Illness, yep. Okay. That's it? Uh... Do we think that should be more since nineteen forty five? You know, for, for for our share, for our share, six hundred and fifty four million seven hundred seventy eight thousand nine hundred thirty eight dollars. I want more than three million kids. There's right. also That's for a, our share. There's right? a list of a, I don't know fifty peacekeeping missions, but I'm not smart enough to know what all. Read of them read me one of them. Uh, read you one. I'll just grab one right here. Yeah, uh, UN's uh, group in Central America. Are these these? Characters that walk around in their blue UN suits? They're uh, probably yeah. yeah. Okay, read me that this, one. This one's the Nicaraguan Civil War. Yeah. But that's I there's no info. That's what I said. I'm not smart enough to know. Uh, El Salvador Civil War, nineteen ninety one coup and military rule in Haiti. 
uh, Guatemalan Civil War, Pakistan-India War of 1965, the Gulf War and the Iran-Iraq War in the early 90s, uh, Syrian Civil War. What, what role did they play? In the Syrian Civil War isn't working out real well. No, that started in 2012. Mm-hmm. So they work to end these conflicts? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yep, exactly. Well, they right. haven't. So since its inception, according to History.com, UNN successes... Providing food to 90 million people in over 75 countries. Uh, that's a good thing. This is well. This is since 1945, though. Yeah. Assisting more than 34 million refugees. Admirable. Authorizing 71 percent of international peacekeeping missions. I'm not sure how you can judge that. But yeah. isn't that all just a big? We don't know that. The entire world has a refugee crisis. There are right. little kids drowning yeah. in the Mediterranean. There, it's everywhere. Right. What have they accomplished? Well, you know what? If they need a good fundraiser... Kids are washing up on the beaches. <laughs> I'm not going to transition. No, I, I was going to. Thank you very much. Uh, so <laughs> before you do transition, how yes. are, how do we go about disbanding it? What, what do we do I, here? I, Does everybody just stop paying dues and it'll go away on its own? And yes. then what about all the good humanitarian things it has done? Given Trump's bluster oh. about how other people haven't fairly paid their share to go through the life... I'm surprised he hasn't said, I'm not paying you. What have you done? And then paid all of us back? No, we would never get paid uh, back. No. Just stay in the drawers. Never get yes. paid back. Doesn't but I'm surprised with his bluster, he hasn't said, well, I'm not paying you people $670 million. What you're saying is that check to us is going to be sitting next to the one from the Super Bowl? From the 91 Super Bowl. And the, 20, the 2018 18, Super Bowl. 18, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we never saw a dime. Okay. Well, that's what they need. They need a big fundraiser at the United Nations, and I know the guy that can pull off an international silent auction. Beautiful, Rook. Thank you, beautiful. Kenny. Steve over at Big Time Sports Auctions has a team of people that will set up a display. I don't care what part of the world you would like to promote. They will help you with your silent auction. In fact, they won't just help you. They'll do it. If you want to raise money for whatever church group, whatever uh, anything you want to raise money for and have a silent auction, they do everything for you. They bring out the items, set up the bed sheets. They set up all of the items. They'll even collect the money for you if you want. Big time sports auctions, write it down. They take a percentage of what the items sell for, and your group, the UN, keeps the rest. Matt Burke the hell uses with this. the UN? I'm not going to any fundraiser for the UN. All right, let's keep it on a smaller level. <laughs> yeah. Your church group, your work group, whatever the case may be, if you need to raise money, big time sports auctions can do it because Steve has got all of the tools. Call him for that next fundraiser. Tell him the rookie sent you. Steve at Big Time Sports Auction, 612-718-3629. He'll customize a set of items for your event, whether it's uh, entertainment, sports, whatever the case may be. Go to btsauctionsplural.com. Many hats, just not indoors. Joe Sushiret. Hello, Mayor. Just wanted to share a great Grunhofer story with you. I'm sure you can turn it into an ad. I bet I, bet I will. <laughs> I stopped at Grunhofer's uh, the Friday of the Twins game, number one in New York, as we were having friends over to cheer on the Twins. I got there about 2 in the afternoon, so the place was not as busy as it usually is when I stopped. While drooling over the wall of brats, an employee came over and asked if they could offer any assistance. I said no, but then asked if Spencer was in the house. The employee was a nice gal who gave me the once-over and said, you got to be a GLer. 
I gladly said yes, and she went off and back to get Spencer. Five minutes later, the big guy came out and approached me with a huge smile on his face. He introduced himself and uh, uh, introduced himself as did I, and that I uh, and said that I'm a loyal GLer as well as a loyal customer because of GL. Then, to my surprise, Spencer took the time and gave me the complete tour of the place, which included watching the famous brats being made and a trip into the walk-in cooler. He also mentioned how happy he is to have partnered with GL and how it has made his business boom. After about 15 minutes, Spencer said he had to get back to work. It is not often today that an owner of a store will take time to help a customer like this. A big GL hats off to Spencer and his staff at Grunhoffer's. Not only do they have the best meat in town, their staff is second to none. By the way, my final bill at the register that day was just shy of 175 bucks and well worth every penny. Winner. Thanks, Mayor. Your loyal listener and GL service dog trainer, John. I know John. Oh, yeah. John makes great salsa. He's talking about Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, the north end of Hugo, right on Highway 61. You can't miss it. There's a big GL, flashing red GL sign right in his parking lot. Bobby Moeller went up there this week. Yeah, I got a text from him. Bobby, okay. By the time I opened the text, it was too late yes. to have Bobby get me anything. But Bobby was saying, uh, uh, I'm at Grunhofer's. Need anything? I That's rec- a GL thing to do. I recommended the pastrami. Mm-hmm. I said, you've got to try the pastrami. So uh, basically what we've learned is everybody else is willing to go make a run for us, but except for the five of us for each other. <laughs> 130 different... Uh, I told you, kid, I used to have went, and the jerky didn't make it out of the parking nope, lot. No. Chicken sticks won't. The uh, the beef sticks won't. All did sorts she, of flavors. Did she get a discount because she no, knows she a guy? No, she didn't get a discount. No, no, no. She was told to use her name, not her real name. Rook, go ahead, please. Yeah, go ahead. And so, did you finish it? That's uh, Grunhofer's on Highway 61, uh, and uh, you will find out that if you haven't been there before, it is a fabulous place to stand outside the door and hold your um, yeah. meetings. Uh, yes. Royce's uh, patiently waiting outside of the door. <laughs> and just send me a graphic I'm standing text out message. here holding my small fill in the blank. <laughs> Board Wisconsin security guard handcuffs himself. Whoops. Forgets keys at home. <laughs> a Wisconsin security guard had to call police for help last week because he couldn't break free from his restraints after handcuffing himself because he said, I was bored. The unidentified man was reportedly working at a bath and body works in Waukesha around 2 a.m. Friday when he put the cuffs on for his own apparent amusement. Authority said he quickly had to call the police over when he realized he left the handcuff keys at home. A police. I am Thank you. In a <laughs> And a ball gag. <laughs> a police officer who responded to the scene uh, uh, used his own handcuff key to free the security guard, WDJTV reporter. The officer said after they helped free him, he hid his cuffs from himself <laughs> so that he wouldn't be tempted to put them on again. Just it was reportedly <laughs> not the first time the security guard handcuffed oh himself God. without having the key. I have a question. Why is he still employed? Exactly. Oh, good point. Why has he yeah, still got a job? The labor pool is pretty tough to t- <laughs> pick from right now. He needs to look into another line of work. Have you seen some of the... Like a magician, like Houdini? Oh, he's <laughs> not very good at it, though. That's right. That doesn't work. Yeah, he fa- failed again. Failed. Well, what, yeah, what would he be qualified to do? Failed security guard. Well, also, that seems to suggest there's only, there is only there is a universal yeah. handcuff key. I was going to ask the about The bad that. guys come in, he's got a key in his mouth, and he's trying to undo his handcuff. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I'm trying to see, picture this. How does that help with boredom? 
Wouldn't you be more bored if you're hand, if you were handcuffed? I'm you can't gu- do anything. I'm gonna guess he didn't think that all the way through. I guess not. Yeah. But there must be a universal handcuff key. Which is uh, news to me. You learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Well, don't let trouble? the bad guys know. Yeah. yeah. You know what? If there is, I'm going to start carrying it like I do my nitroglycerin pills. <laughs> Same little coin pocket. Just right in there. case. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, GLers. Uh, uh, we're we're going to put on a different hat now mm-hmm. and do Monday Night Sports Talk. And that'll we'll have be, a big announcement during Monday Night Sports good. Talk. And that'll be that show is posted at six p.m. every Monday. That's right. Or and, by and you know what it does? And you go where to get it? Well, for right now, right the same the place you page. find garage, garage Logic yeah. every day. Yeah. If you want to sound cool, they'll say it drops. It, it drops. drops at six o'clock. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that was the cool way to say it. And it better not sound polished. I, I don't need no, another professional podcast here. I've got some plans to just derail it completely Thank you. today, just Thank so you. it doesn't sound. And I'm too professional, so I'll just leave. Right. Yeah. You don't want to. You, you can't do poor. What we need is some kind of way to have. People that will make Patrick angry call in. <laughs> I need an angry Patrick. Maybe we should do our own call-ins. Hey, Pat, this is a little rain. No kids! Okay, bye. No, Hang gonna, up on them. We're going to figure out the calling part. GarageLogic.com. GarageLogic.com. Sports Talk drops at 6.